What up, though? This is Thomas, and you are listening to Dollar Theater. (laughs) This is a new podcast that I'm starting through my company, 1127 Media. The point of this podcast is essentially taking movies that I find from either the dollar store or pawn shops, movies that people may not have heard of, and review them. And... So here we go. All right. The first film that I'm going to be reviewing is Paper Soldiers. Now, Paper Soldiers uh, was from Rockefeller Films. If you know anything about the history of hip hop in the early 2000s, you'll know that Rockefeller with Jay-Z, Damon Dash, and Biggs, they were sort of like a three-headed monster. And Jay-Z did the music. Uh, Biggs took over for the music after Jay-Z retired and then Dame Dash was very big into Rock Aware, the fashion line and this, Rockefeller Films and so this movie Paper Soldier stars Kevin Hart he plays Sean Sean has his friend named Birdie who is looking to come up on some money, they are all broke and Birdie recommends that they do B&Es or uh, breaking and entering. And after Sean's mom dies and the bills start piling up, Sean takes him up on his offer and then hijinks ensue. Uh, he's introduced to, excuse me, he's reintroduced to Stu, uh, played by Beanie Siegel, um, who just got out of prison and has a very hard time staying out of jail or out of trouble and so they butt heads because Stu likes to do things very brashly and is very hot-headed and Sean is more laid back in that way this film is a comedy and I believe it's actually the first film that Kevin Hart's ever been in one thing about Damon Dash is that he can recognize talent he's the one who gave Lee Daniels the opportunity to make movies to direct his own films uh same thing with Kevin Hart he put him in uh the first couple movies he did uh way before Will Packer way before him teaming up with Judd Apatow he was running with uh Dame and there are great cameos uh the crazy thing about this movie is just that it says that Jay-Z is listed as one of the stars of this movie. Jay-Z is literally in this movie for, I'd say, a minute, maybe. (laughs) And it's just him nodding his head in the studio. There are no speaking lines, uh, especially if you don't count his song playing in the background. (laughs) Um, But anyways, this movie is funny. I'll say that. It is co-written by Charlie Murphy who also plays Johnson, who's sort of like that racist cop um, akin to the scene in Boys in the Hood, are infamously uh, spoofed by Bernie Mac in Don't Be a Menace. Uh, and so Johnson, for whatever reason, hates what he calls niggas um, and just wants to lock up as many as possible. And so he and his partner is trying to track down uh, these two groups of people who are doing these breaking and entering throughout the city. Sean 
is way over his head at this point. Uh, but he finally hooks up with uh, a character played by Capone. Uh, Capone is a rapper who teamed up with Noriega back in the day. Anyways, Capone and uh, the guy from A Walk to Remember are sort of like the OGs in this. They've been robbing for 10 years. They are not loud. They aren't flashy. They move in silence and only take cash and diamonds, like things that can't really be traced back to them. And so Sean gets down with them. He butts heads with the underling, the guy from A Walk to Remember. Uh, (laughs) And they have really funny chemistry. I think my favorite parts of this movie, uh, I'd say, are the cameos. Like, their cameos from Cameron before he did Paid in Full. Uh, there's Angie Martinez, who's like a real character in this movie. She plays Sean's probation officer. Uh, and she's really good. But there's Jacob the jeweler. Uh, when they steal these diamonds and all this jewelry, he tries to jerk them on the price because, quote-unquote, this stuff is hot. Um, I did think it was hilarious that Dame Dash and Memphis Bleak essentially play themselves. And they also are uh, robbing people, even though they're part of the hottest hip-hop group. Uh, And they actually do references, basically saying like, hey, yeah, the money's cool, but it's nothing like this. Uh, (laughs) And there's a hilarious scene where Memphis Bleak, essentially all of his lines are rap lines. And Dame Dash is basically just talking about how he just needs to get him back in the studio. There are some great lines uh, from Beanie Siegel. Uh, again, he plays Stu and his presence in this, like if he didn't get locked up, I truly believe that he could have been on that DMX level as far as film star is concerned or like a jaw rule, how he was in Fast and Furious, like Beans and his presence on screen is memorable to me. I think my favorite performance of his is State Property 2, actually. But in this movie, he has some uh, he has some lines that I think are just either funny or so odd I had to write them down. The first one is, you see these around my neck? These ain't Christmas ornaments. These my kids. And then him trying to bully Kevin Hart's character into going in. And instead of just casing the place out and then coming back later, he's saying, we're going in because you want to go in. And then Kevin Hart hilariously just is like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Of course, I want to go in. Uh, (laughs) And he keeps saying how much he's a locksmith and how he knows how to do this, but then just immediately breaks down the door. And it was unexpected for me, and I thought that was hilarious. And when Sean's white friend objects to robbing uh, a famous rapper's house when they find out that is the rapper Gallon who the white person says is bigger than Biggie. Uh, Stu replies, Gallon is bigger than Biggie? Then if he don't know, now he know, nigga, he getting robbed. Like, the way he said that was funny. But I think by far, the funniest part in this whole Dagon movie was <laughs> whenever Charlie Murphy and Kevin Hart have a scene together. There's a scene where they're trying to... It's near the end of the movie... They're trying to uh, catch him. They finally catch him. They put him in a room and it's interrogating him. 
And Kevin Hart at first is staying strong. He's not going to snitch. He's not going to do anything. He's balling up the paper. He seems like he knows what he's doing. He's like, I don't have a lawyer. I'm not signing nothing. (laughs) And as him and Johnson's partner uh, is talking back and forth and saying like, hey, I'm not going to do this. You're going to do this, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Charlie Murphy's character, Johnson, pours some, I think it was water or oil on his hand and just gives him a pimp slap. And Kevin Hart's reaction to that is like classic Kevin Hart. It's crazy that it was his first movie because he knew how to, to act in that manner. That was just so like laugh out loud, belly laughter. <laughs> All right. Now I get to the part where I rank the movie. I do want to say that the categories are I would see this in a movie theater. I would rent this or stream it or I'd buy it in one of these bargain bin, Dollar Tree, Pawn Shop, that type of thing. For this movie, it was funny, but it felt long. There were just some scenes that I felt like were unnecessary. There was this random, like, gratuitous scene where you just see these women engaging in a threesome for no reason. Uh, it was awkward and just some of the, the performances you could tell not, (laughs) you could tell they weren't as trained as traditional actors were. Um, the story sort of got bogged down in between the second and third act. The first half I felt like was really strong, but, uh, after they started getting over their head, I felt like it slowed down tremendously. Um, so I would say, yeah, I'd say streaming. <laughs> I'd I'd say I'd stream it or rent it. Uh, I would not <laughs> buy this in a movie theater. I know it was made in like 2002, but still, it I it just wasn't good enough for me to pay ten, fifteen dollars for a movie. Uh, but it definitely was good enough if I. If I had some friends over, excuse me, some uh, friends over and wanted to have like a movie night, like a fun movie night and be like, oh, snap, Kevin Hart, he's funny and just pop it in. That'd be great. So I'd rank it rent or stream. And that's it. Thank you so much for checking out the first episode of Dollar Theater. And I'm out. Peace. This podcast is produced by 1127 Media.